0: Secret Friends Unite!
1: Welcome to the Secret Friends Unite podcast, episode 374. This is your guide to the geek side, and I'm one of your hosts, Todd Oxtra. Living the dream, it's Mayday, folks. Joined by Charlie Carden, back from Tejas.
0: Teja says you know I started to listen to the episode you recorded last week uh, and I only got a few minutes into it I love the guest host would loved it what was his name again uh
1: Matt Sawinski
0: I I dug his style but again I got to listen to just a couple of minutes because I was running errands or something and then uh, but uh, I liked him and love but yeah he said you guys were talking and then you were talking about Texas it was the uh, there was a, a like a Southwest event Southwest coast Avengers that showed up in an early issue of West Coast Avengers, drawn by your friend, your hero, second only to Mark Bagley. That would be Mister L Milgram. But it was, it was like Texas Twister and Six Shooter Gal or whatever. And yeah, but no, I didn't see any of those. Uh, no, it was a corporate uh, corporate training. Uh, I'm reminded working for a large corporation that there's always a lot of alcohol involved, so my liver got to work out too. <laughs> er, 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 er. But I, but I'm feeling much better now. But uh, yeah, I got a week home and then I'm off to our national sales conference in Scottsdale, Arizona. So that's plenty of travel for me, man. After spending a year on the couch, I'm like, I hadn't been on an airplane since 2019. It was it was weird.
1: That's the last time I was on an airplane. We went to beautiful Walt Disney World in Florida. So oh, yeah, it's, Florida. it's it's very exciting uh, that the world is returning to where it was. Yeah, uh, no, uh, I, yeah, no, ma- no masks on the
0: plane uh, for better or for worse. Uh, and I was just talking to, to uh, coworkers and other you know personnel, and they said yeah, there were some like crazy people would flip out, be screaming at each other over having masks on. So I was glad I didn't see any of it. I'll leave the subject alone. But yeah, it was a. <laughs>
1: Yeah, definitely, and yeah, and I'm I'm actually joined a gym because we're in the throes of trying to move and things, and I have no workout equipment, so I joined a gym. It worked out pretty well, and actually, it's allowing me to catch up on some shows through my phone, as nice. I that, which is very nice. Yeah, very nice, and um, so yeah, very very cool. So I caught up on a few things. So we're going to actually talk about that, but we'll do that in a little bit. But first, we're going to talk about this lovely, lovely cover Ooh, with whole yes. Hulk. 374. This is the Peter David and Dale Keown era. It's a high point for the Hulk. So, this is fantastic. We've got the Grey Hulk, aka Mr. Fix It. Uh, We've got him saying, Not you again. We've got. We think it's the Thing, but in the background, we see the Skrulls.
0: Yeah, oh, you're absolutely right. So, yeah, I was going to say this was the, I think this was past the era. and We mentioned it in the past. There was a a new Fantastic Four era in like 87, 88, where Thing was leading the team. And Sharon Ventura, she was called Ms. Marvel or Captain Marvel or something Marvel at that time. They both transferred. He became a different kind of like, he became like a pointy rocky thing and she became like a smooth skin thing and then he changed back so he looks changed here but i love the super scroll one of my favorite super villains probably second in the, in the fantastic four pantheon probably only second to dr doom uh for me because yeah he had all the powers of the fantastic four plus the shape shifting powers of the scroll so he could he could assume any one of their shapes so he was he was pretty rock solid he could be stopped but he got his powers from a beam of light like an enhanced powers from the scroll homeworld so if you shut that down he was much less powerful
1: so. ah, i was wondering how he became the super scroll i was always aware of him his abilities very cool a villain yeah, yeah. um you know he could kind of use them in tandem as well so it wasn't yes. like he had to use one at a time which is which was you know kind of like we've seen it with others like oh i can only use this power at one time but well it's cool.
0: like you know in star trek how you can only use the transporter when the shields are down so you know it's perfect plot hole so yeah same thing yeah
1: yeah very um, very cool uh the the art style was awesome with dale keown very very um uh, clean, which I really liked. It was really a, uh, like once again, this really kicked off the things for the Hulk that really set on its really fantastic run, which where oh, yeah. I, I was right around this time when I started reading the Hulk. So nice. it was really fantastic. Very Good cool deal. cover October, 1990. We'll see how this goes, but this is also leading back into this mindset of the Hulk versus the thing. There was always those like right, the classic, you know, battles and the thing would always try, but he just was never, Never up to the speed of the Hulk or the strength right. of the Hulk. But it was still right. always fun to see the thing give it a try.
0: Right, exactly correct. So good stuff. And speaking of people who give it the try, we always get a maybe lukewarm effort uh, from our favorite gal pal, our senior news correspondent down at the corner of Hollywood and Vine. I'm talking about Madam Webb. I think we need to get down there right away and get those hot takes, those scoops. So let's go.
1: Now it's time for Madam Web's Rumors and News. Take it away, boys. Thank you, Madam Web. We're back with all the rumors and news. And Miss—oh, my goodness, Charlie. You're not the only one who got a plane this week. Madam Web went out to Hollyweird. She— apparently was one of those people that you know you always hear about them like this woman has been on the plane she gets on there gets under like the the landing gear and they have to pull her off well she apparently got through all of the security got out of the landing gear and she went over to CinemaCon so she's got all the hotness for us so Ooh, i don't know nice. she, i don't i don't know if she'll make it back but she's there and she sent out telegrams so we're I all ready say. to get all the scoops
0: that's right. Let me grab this pile of mimeographs and we'll start reading from them. Uh, but first and foremost, it looks like we for sure uh, have some very sad news. This happened just yesterday: uh, the passing of Neil Adams, who is a perennial legend in the field. It um, it's very sad news, but also uh, really serves to remind me that you know we don't have a lot of we we know we don't have a lot of time left with George Perez, who is another titan of the industry, who we know is is very ill right now. So. Serves as a reminder to even the heroes that gave us our heroes are are also very mortal. But Todd, you're you're much more uh, of a of a DC guy than me, so why don't you talk us through this one?
1: Well, and it's funny, Charlie, because I would say his first iconic art really came from when he illustrated the X Men. This is before oh, yeah.
0: oh, I see the, that
1: before the Uncanny X Men giant size era started. This was a high point of that book. I mean, it really was great art. So so story, but still, it was really uh, fantastic art for some cla- for the classic X Men teams uh, before you know Wolverine joined them and before they got canceled. So even Neil's great art could right. not really save them. But this is one of the, I would say, one of Marvel's first. Beyond, you know, superstar artists. I mean, I think you right. got Frank Miller, uh, Jim Jim Steranko, um and and so he is really a legacy of great artwork. And it's funny. There's a twi- Twitter uh, post from yeah, Marvel saying it, yeah. they said they mentioned his photorealistic style, which I'm like. Uh, I, I guess it's photo ills. I don't know. It just seems a well, point it, versus it's, like. It's,
0: yeah, yeah. It's, fu- it's funny looking at these panels because you have um, you have a lot of human characters. You have Havoc, which is a debut in this issue 58 of the original X Men. You've got um, the beast in his still human form, so it's not blue and furry. Magneto appears in the third panel. And then the next one is Triton uh, from The Inhumans. Who is green skinned with uh, with gills w- with pointed ears and uh, ridges on the uh, a sp- what do they call it it's spiny uh, a spine that's the top fin. of his head the fin the fin thank you fin. Blah, 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 blah. I can speak words um, so it's kind of like uh, meatloaf might say. Uh, three out of four ain't bad for that. B- basic well, it was reference. an Avengers book. Yeah. So you're yeah, uh, exactly. doing
1: art for the Avengers. So good stuff there. Then, yeah. yes, then he was most noted, though, for his work he did on Batman uh, yeah. with Denny Adams, really bringing out a new era of Batman, getting away from the silly Batmans on a spaceship fighting right. aliens, where he's back now. Rachel Ghoul, he was in, involved with that creation. Right, um, right, right, right. Yeah, so really an iconic Batman artist. Um, apparently he's even done some weird things like he did the poster for phantom of the paradise which if you ever saw that movie charlie it's this weird 70s movie with paul williams it's kind of like a weird like phantom of the opera it's well worth a, i we may even have to watch this for like a future like guilty Damn. pleasure it's it's a weird movie but he did the 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 penciling for the the um the the movie poster so definitely right. a, a really and it's funny uh even uh what's his name um uh, Larry Hama posted oh, a tweet yeah. about it. And he said, essentially, Neil Adams told him to value his talent. He said he wow, actually awesome. ran into Larry Hama where he was doing his own drawings and putting out like I'll you know, charge you $20. You can get one of my hand-drawn, and, and hand-drawn art pieces at a con. And mm-hmm. Neil Adams came back, had photocopied it, and actually doubled the price. He said, if you don't value your own art, no one else will. I mean, talk about that. Really, yeah. I mean, the
0: the, the outpouring of of tweets here. Kurt Busiek, of course. The uh, the classic uh, Alex Ross. uh, uh, Oh my god! I mean, just a list of names. Rob Liefield, of course. Um, Yeah, just uh, the the list goes on and on and on. Folks that worked with him. Um, I know.
1: I know that I met him at a con. Just in passing. you could have, yeah. He attend, he was yeah. like a regular con attendee in, into his yeah. like eighties. Um, also right, yeah. drew Superman versus Muhammad Ali.
0: I see that. What a cla- what a class. <laughs> That's no, good stuff. So, uh, R.I.P. to a legend. And again, you know, I know that we're going to be facing this with George Perez before too much time goes by, which makes me very sad. So, um, yeah it's uh we're all mortal folks uh the beauty is is that his work will will continue to live on I hope it lives like, forever and hopefully hopefully continue to delight you know new fans uh to to look look, look to the past and see the future I that's what I hope Absolutely. but um not sure how I'm feeling about this next story I feel like it's potentially much ado about nothing, but Todd will talk it through. Um, I don't, you know, what, I, I guess why I'm not that shook up about this is that there's not been a lot of conversation about the fact that uh, the uh, Marvel Studios is uh, in pre, pre, pre production for a Fantastic Four film. And John Watts, who gave us uh, some of the Spider-Man movies, did he give us the most recent ones? Or He, gave us, three, he gave
1: us all three, Charlie, Gives all three.
0: All three of the most recent ones. Okay. For Correct. some reason, my head was stuck thinking that he did the Andy Garfield movies. But I that, that guy, nope. that guy almost, almost has a very similar name. But regardless, yeah. So they've shaken loose uh, John Watts. And, and I'm looking at this um, to see exactly. Uh, deadline reports, no ill will there. Uh, obviously, quoting John Watts. He just wants a break from superhero films. That, I mean, that doesn't sound salacious at all. That That really does make a lot of sense. The most creators will probably endeavor to not be pigeonholed, you know, in their work. So I guess I get that. So, but again, because there's been almost no buzz about this film, I guess this guy leaving um, doesn't really scare me because how is Disney going to fail to find somebody good? Look at the acting talent, even in the last, you know, several films post uh, Avengers Endgame uh, that they've had some solid, talented folks that are directing things. So I don't know. What do you think?
1: Um, It is interesting because we don't want to have happen what we had happen with Star Wars where they Mm. started losing directors and they had like all this nonsense. It's like, oh, so I, I don't know what this means. I thought it was a positive because he's obviously delivered. Significantly, right. I mean, delivering the be- the best performing movie out of the pandemic, uh, right. he's created the best version. I would say he's been had a huge hand in creating the most beloved version of Spider Man, linking true. that into the MCU and how it all played out, bringing the other universe. I'm like, I don't know any other creator that's has definitely had to deal with all of those elements. Obviously. Right. There will be a, more directors have to deal with that now because they just keep on layering the Marvel onion, and it's right. like eventually you you get to the end, you're like this doesn't work. But right. um, I totally get it, and it's early enough on Charlie. You're absolutely right. right. We have nothing, know nothing really about the Fantastic Four except it's coming, and then um, same thing with the X Men. Uh, have heard nothing. We know that they're probably going to do something, which could overlay because I'm sure you saw the latest Doctor Strange trailer where they actually announced the Illuminati.
0: Yes. And yeah, by name, by name. And then, you know, there's always that clever individual like, oh, look at this sleeve. And this has to be, Mm -hmm. you know, Professor X. Or uh, I can tell from this footage or maybe it was fan footage that this is definitely Captain Carter and whatever. April and I are very fired up. We're seeing that movie on Thursday night. Um, I mean it's it's a big, big week coming up for geek stuff. So but more of which that of course we'll talk about the geek easy. I I mean I'm in absolute agreement with the the author of this article. I just want to see it done right. Doesn't mean mm-hmm. it has to be done the same. So I guess I don't, you know, my knickers are not in a twist seeing that that yes, someone who's a renowned director has left. You're right. The fear is that like it's a, well, it's Star Wars and God, it's gotta be this thing and that thing, and we might end up getting a bad mix. There's a capacity for either. Uh, but even with some of the slower films that that Marvel gave us in 2021 uh, I I don't think that they're going to give us a true dud anytime soon. So I, I think I think I think it will find its redemption song. That's yeah, what I, I'm I, thinking.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for it and the reason I brought the Illuminati because who is in the Illuminati? I will give you the numbers. And this is the Marvel. Yes. Doctor Strange, Black yep. Bolt, Professor X, Mr. Fantastic, Namor, Iron Man, Iron Man, Iron Man, and yes, Sylvie. Man. Who the Maybe, hell is Sylvie?
0: Uh, isn't that from well in the MCU? That's the Lady Thor that we saw in Thor, unless it's spelled differently. But you know, no, uh, I there, don't think so.
1: Okay. There have
0: there have been casted parts for that. So does that mean that we get Anson Mount as Black Bolt? I certainly hope not. I don't want them to acknowledge the Inhumans thing that ABC did. Let's yeah. Su- Sylvie
1: that, is the fe- is the female version of Loki that we've seen. Okay, so,
0: yeah. exactly. Yeah. So there you go. So who yeah. knows. Wouldn't that be incredible? So,
1: so it would be interesting if this is how I mean if Professor X is one of them, which we heard his voice and it's pretty much right. confirmed. Who else are we gonna see that really makes this thing blow up? Because Spider Man right. kind of set the stage, Wanda Vision set the stage, all these things are coming together and Sam Raimi's back. So right. this is gonna be pretty cool, man. I yeah, I'm I'm, I'm certainly
0: fired up. So uh, but that will be uh that'll be a big blowout that you and I talk about. In next week's show uh, Is all about that movie Because it's going to be the We probably ought to find somebody We probably ought to scramble around
1: find somebody I think we had us. mentioned someone But you oh, know Oh a certain work someone out,
0: he, yes, I'll, ask a certain, I'll ask a certain someone Who I'll be recording a certain program with At a certain time of day That is today But anyway Moving on Todd it's dead And you already thought it was dead So you're not sad I'm talking about The flareovers, That's right uh, Legends of Tomorrow and Batwoman are canceled. I would assume, and 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 I apologize for not being a little bit more informed.
1: Uh, this being the last
0: of the Arrowverse shows, it didn't flash. Oh yeah, because flash, flash is
1: still Flash is still ongoing. Okay, and that would be it because yeah, Black Lightning's okay. already gone. We had Arrow go. Um, yeah, my free. Oh um, no, um, I guess if we count Lois and Clark.
0: No, or well, yeah. Lois
1: is part of it because that was part of the spinoff. But yeah, the original members that were really cost out. Uh, oh, like, I yeah. okay. Legends of yeah, Tomorrow it was, a, was one of those originals.
0: Yeah, so. I was trying to figure out how they were trying to frame that. But yeah, uh, Katie Lloyds was Sarah Lance, who was the original character uh, on that show. Um, but yeah, that show, I, I was, I was definitely dialed in the first year, maybe the second year, because I loved it. You know, it's a bunch of weird hero slash villain slash anti-hero types. On a time ship, uh, you know, traveling through time, setting right what once went wrong, Samson, Delilah, and King Kong. Sorry, that's from a rap song. I've, it's so obscure, I bet you don't know it. I'll give you a chance. Any thoughts? I'm guessing it's from the 80s, Charlie. Mm, early 90s. Okay. But uh, anyway, uh, oh, here we go. On t- Hit me up on Twitter, at the C3, if you know where that lyric came from. Anyway, so Todd, you and I were both of the same uh, stripe when it came to Legends or Batman. We watched those big crossovers, right? We were, yeah. you, were you would say, oh, Cardin, the big crossovers are on this year, and uh, the episodes are coming. We'd go on to the CW app and watch them. So the last one we watched exactly. was The Crisis or whatever. But as far <laughs> as tuning back in, I mean, even April said to me, she's like, you know, we forgot to to keep watching was Superman and Lois. And we, we've now mi- I think we missed the last of the the first season, and I think maybe the second season started. So stuff can just really fall through the cracks if it's not on if you can't sometimes if you can't track it down to a single streamer and it's like, oh, it's on this other blah blah, it can just it can just kind of get missed. But I, again that probably doesn't have a lot to do with this. That show was on probably for at least it said 2016, so that's six years. Six years, am I good at math, bad at math? Yeah, six years. Six well, years, it's, 100. It's
1: seven seasons, right? Seven it's seasons. Doing Seven, I mean seven hundred, seasons, yeah. yeah.
0: 110 episodes. That's that's plenty.
1: You that's know, a long I'm, run. How many Marvel yeah. shows have had seven? Like the Netflix shows got three, I think. And then, right.
0: Well, yeah. and they, they really seem to be teeing up the rest of them to just be. Smallville
1: got 10, 12?
0: Yeah. Yeah, back in the, I mean, and again, that was back in the old, old, old days, you know what I mean? With that kind of stuff. So, I mean, that, uh, I mean, it's perfectly, you know, logical that 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 shakes out that way. So, uh, anyhow, you know, I, um, there's one show left. And uh, with Elseworld's crossovers and this thing and that thing, uh, there's no doubt that, um, that it's certainly come back around again. So, but anyway, doesn't, doesn't break my heart, but I'll tell you what, anybody uh, out there listening to the sound of our voice, who's a huge fan, you know, tweet us up at secret friends. You let us know, um, you know, if, if we've been missing the boat, uh, cause I'd be curious.
1: It's, it's, it's going to be interesting because Batwoman only got three seasons, but it also had the first season Ruby Rose left and it was a little funky. Um, yeah. Big time. I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting because this leaves uh and Lois um star girl was a dc universe infinite show that came over and is now going to be on the cw um those shows all go to hbo max now i believe you know once they 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 cross over um that'll be season three for that and then naomi is the other show that's gonna finish its first season and that show just was I was tried you, 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 to you just, like it. Yeah, you I weren't tried clicking, like clicking it. It. Said, I tried to like it. I like the comic, yeah. but the, man, something just about the show does not feel right. So, um, yeah, we'll see where this goes. The CW is going to be up for sale. Um, this may be part of the clean in their house, and then eventually like nothing. Right. No no superhero shows will eventually be on the CW show. It becomes like an Archieville type of show, uh, like network maybe.
0: <laughs> that, maybe they'll just change it to AAV, Archieville. The it Archieville Club. Could oh, be. my goodness. Well, Todd, as you said, the true hotness uh, uh, and the benefit of having Manum Webb uh, steal away in the wheel well of that, uh, you know, Airbus 619 uh, that landed at LAX is that uh, we're uh, breaking away from Cinecon, uh, big movie convention out in Los Angeles, I'm assuming. Didn't this used no. to be
1: called Show West or something like that. They changed Bru- the name.
0: Probably so, but that is you know potentially too much of a pigeonhole. But yeah, we've got uh, we we've got a slate. Paramount came out first. Another Mission Impossible movie. Grown. My wife likes them. I'll be seeing it. Uh, let's see. Disney. Boom, 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 boom. Mm, a lot of stuff with Marvel. I'm shocked. Uh, yeah, but we've got – no, they're, they're announcing stuff we're going to be seeing in the next few weeks. So, Bob's Burgers, yeah. Do- Doctor Strange the Multiverse of Madness, Pixar's Lightyear. Uh, Todd, of course, don't forget, tomorrow as we're recording this is the beginning of our summer movie wager. Boom, boom. So, make yeah, sure that you are – you are touched up. So, um, but I'm seeing some other stuff Indiana Jones 5, it just says Indiana Jones, Little Mermaid, Haunted Mansion, The Marvels, which is Marvel property, Guardians 3, and Avatar. I'm not going to talk about Avatar, so I'm going to kick it back to you. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and there's other, some other movies in here. They the Banshees of something or other. Uh, yeah, it's, let me let me see if I can make that picture bigger because it's hard to see. Um, yeah, okay. Right. So light <laughs> Lightyear, obviously. There's a bunch of movies we already know that are coming. The the Banshees of an Insurance in Amsterdam. I Don't know what that is. Obviously Wakanda Forever. This is all the all end right. of a 2022. The menu. Disney Strange World, then Avatar ends the year 2023. We already got our first change. Quantumania is now, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, is now swapping with the Marvels. So we're getting that okay. earlier. Uh, that that's swapping. Cool. The end. Yep. Uh, then we're getting Haunt the uh, second attachment of Haunted Mansion. Hopefully mm-hmm. that's better than the last one, which was horrible. Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. Volume 3, Little Mermaid, like you said, in Indiana Jones. So it's a pretty good slate for 2023. Um yeah, we'll see how this goes, uh, but Disney's got a full full slate.
0: mm-hmm. I uh, you know, and we'll, we'll probably have to pick up the pace because there's a lot in here, but uh, I will tell you that I saw the trailer for Elvis, uh, Boz Lerman's Elvis, Elvis, which is going to be coming out this summer, but oh my God, that looks fantastic.:
1: I I'm love really Boz far- Lerman. I mean yeah. he's hit and miss really a lot of hit and miss, so mm-hmm. I hope it's good.
0: And we've got what do we got? Uh, another Wonka pick with uh, Chalamet is coming out. Uh, Aquaman: and The Lost Kingdom, Shazam. So there's obviously DC slate. The Flash one is like, I don't know, man. They're uh, lucky like that said, that
1: movie's coming out in 2023 because that gives them a lot of time to do a lot right. of work. No doubt about it. Uh, oh, Charlie, go- you missed the Barbie movie. Come I'm on,
0: I'm, man. I'm, I'm, oh. sc- I'm going up and down. I know. I'm not. I'm not going to disrespect Barbie. Uh, follow up to Ghostbusters Afterlife, which was a huge, huge mm-hmm. one, one of the best films I've seen in the theater in a long time. I absolutely loved it. Jurassic World Dominion. But yeah, the Barbie movie, man. So that is with. Um, <laughs> Could it be a more perfect, perfect Barbie in, in the current uh, zeitgeist, in my opinion, would be Margot Robbie. But that should be fun. I'm real curious. The tone, is it going to be for kids? Is it going to be
1: very tongue-in-cheek like for It's adults? a great cast. And Geta, yeah. Greta Gerwig, who is just – she's just a uh, quirky actor. Uh, yeah, director. big time. Will Ferrell, Simu Liu, uh, Kate McKinnon, Charlie. It's going to have to be like the Brady Bunch. It's going to be one of yeah. those. like. Yeah. just
0: Self-referential, self self yeah. poking it about. So, yeah, I'm I'm fired up about that uh, Dungeons and Dragons movie. They've tried this before, haven't they? But isn't isn't somebody of of decent notice? Isn't uh, Tom Chris Holland in Pines, that one? Chris, Chris Pine's, Pines in it. Yep,
1: yep. Um, and the good news is, there's no. Um, Uh, Oh, God. uh, Wayne's brother in this movie.
0: Oh, man. Well, I can't believe they didn't find a way to get um, Kevin Hart in it because he's in everything.
1: (laughs) Uh, He is going to be in the Borderlands film, though. So he is making his way into some some video games. So there you go.
0: So last one, of course, uh, Summertime. Uh, This one is delayed three whole years. Uh, Top Gun Maverick. Uh, first reactions have called the film a perfect blockbuster, which to me isn't really complimentary. But well, I mean, I, obviously, in, in our top ten for this uh, for the summer movie which we're doing. If you'd be a fool if it's not going to be in there because it's going to make some bucks. Um, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm really interested to see. And again, this obviously goes beyond the summer, but I'm interested to see as life you know kind of morphs itself into more of a uh, of a normalcy post. Covid ish, what the box office? You know what a what a big box office number looks like. You know how many people are really engaged with still going to the the theater after two years of, of watching stuff on your big screen TV. You know what I mean. So I'm curious. I am very curious to see how all this shakes out.
1: Well, it's going to be a lot easier, Charlie, because you just can't watch it at home. So it's yeah, not like right. nothing is going direct day and date. Uh, I think Firestarter might be one of the only movies I've seen. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and so that was, and- that was yeah that was another trailer we saw. So and again, April and I and I'll talk about this uh, in the geekies. April and I love going to the movies. We have the VIP with yeah. Celebration Cinema. It's it's you know nine movies a month, three movies a week. We'll go see anything. The movie we saw yesterday was shit going in. Uh, but my wife needed she had a rough week, needed to pick me up, so we wanted to go see something dumb that we could heckle, and we did. So we go see sometimes almost, almost anything. So it's an enjoyable experience to get out. I was so excited because the bar at my theater opened up again. I was able to have a nice craft beer with my terrible Michael Bay movie. It
1: was, it was, it was perfect. It that was seems perfect. like a, that seems like a recipe for disaster for you, Charlie, though with the <laughs> sleep, it's like well, okay, you depress yourself even more. <laughs>
0: You know, and I, and I had a brief snooze in this film, but I did not feel bad about it at all. But I
1: digress. Talking it about was 18 things, hours long, I I think, right? Long it, was,
0: it was seriously like 220. And I'm like, I turned to April and I was like, I don't want to spoil it, but I'm like, why is this still going on? <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of that, what a great segue. Speaking of things that should not still be going on, The Walking Dead. We talked about this um, Uh, In the last episode that I was on, so two episodes back, about the uh, Fear the Walking Dead uh, submarine one shot, which I thought with Nick Stahl, which I thought was great. Uh, One thing that I really don't think is great is the proliferation of Walking Dead spinoff series. Talk about you know the something that won't die. Sorry, couldn't help it. It really you know call a call a duck a duck. You know walks like a duck, tucks like a duck,
1: right? Charlie, I'm calling it the Watching Dead.
0: The (laughs) Dead. Woo! My God. So anyway, yes, uh, Gaius Charles, who is a creator, is joining the uh, uh, Lauren Cohan and uh, oh, gee, they call him JMD. Oh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Just call him Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Nobody calls him JDM. Stop trying it's to make like, it. A it's thing.
1: like you with your acronyms, man. You're always saying blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you're the only one that knows this acronym. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, joining them to either. I love.
0: The, I love this. This. Uh, in the, yeah. So we're talking about the characters of Maggie and Negan leaving Alexandria, which is in Virginia, at the conclusion of the Walking Dead series, which will happen at some point. Um, going to post-apocalyptic uh, Manhattan, long ago cut off from the mainland. So really, it's simply um, escape from New York. Or that yeah. really
1: bad um, Zack Snyder movie where they walled off Vegas when the z- zombies left.
0: Oh, God, yes. I know so. Army um, of the Dead. Yeah, exactly. So uh, the, the crumbling city is filled with the dead and denizens who have made New York their own full of anarchy, danger, beauty, and terror. It is exactly the Snake Plissken movie. Um, wow. So, yes, they, they talk about this, yada, yada, yada. Do we get any kind of production when we're going to see it? Um, I I frankly hope we never see it. And it's nothing more tragic than uh, segment two of this Walking Dead, the the Watching Dead spinoff, which is what, Todd? What's segment two?
1: Oh, this is this is fantastic. I actually posted on Twitter because I thought it was very clever. Um, But basically, we've now got the Daryl and Carol spinoff that is now essentially minus Carol. So it's just. Daryl, Daryl and Daryl, my other brother, Daryl. Um, we will have that. Thank you. <laughs> no, 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 no. The show is simply called Minus Carol. <laughs> oh, Minus Carol. There you go. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so essentially she's not going to be there because they're actually filming it in Europe, which is interesting. Um, I'm assuming the show isn't taking place in Europe, but she cannot go there. I don't know what's stopping oh, her. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's, it's a unique feedback, apparently. That was interesting. Um, although initially, yeah, they, they said initially we thought it was a buzz to ditch her, but there was always the dynamic between Daryl and Carol, so it seemed like this would make sense. Right. Um, but once again, we're going on with characters that have been around for eleven seasons and now doing a spinoff with them again. Um, have I've, is their story done? Can you even keep going? I mean, this is not like you know Mark from Mark getting a spinoff of Happy Days, and we only saw him once. You know, this is like Joni loves Chachi and we know how they ended.
0: You know, it just, it brings up a lot of questions. A, why is it being filmed in Europe when, for example, Outlander, Todd's favorite show, uh, is currently set in colonial America? As in this country, um, but still filmed in Scotland. Or well, it's somewhere. going to be it's going
1: to be set in Europe. But if you make places look like Europe.
0: That's exactly what I'm trying to say. They're trying to make they make Scotland look like colonial North Carolina, which is where the Outlander is currently taking place. So this just this just already seems like the next thing we're gonna hear is that they're calling it off. Uh, it I just, mean- it just
1: It's harder to recreate like modern Europe than it is old school Europe with like castles. So maybe it's like that's the problem. That's why they have to do it there.
0: I guess. But again, you know, is uh, Daryl, you know, the the redneck from Georgia going to hop on a boat and go to Europe? And well, he's to he's driving uh, across on his motorcycle. I mean, yeah, exactly. They, they, they Somehow they have a land bridge of, of walkers exactly oh. across. Or it's the just going to exactly. be like
1: there's going to be a, 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 like a paddle or like a propeller. He's going to have his or motorcycle they, on like an inflatable raft.
0: Oh, <laughs> gonna yeah. Rawr, rawr, rawr. He's going to yeah. pop,
1: wheel, pop wheelies across the Atlantic. And he'll from, still um, look like he hasn't bathed in 18 weeks
0: a's 18 the 18, 18 years the show has been on cuz that's what's feeling like so yeah walking dead i'm not saying that there aren't interesting post post apocalyptic no. stories to tell because fear of the walking dead is fairly engaging i've talked about it you know right now there's there there's there's a power struggle. Uh, it's in a different part of the country. It's post uh, a you know a sub that launched a nuclear missile that went off. So there's this atomic wasteland and all these people looking for safety and and one group trying to find another group. It's always going to be like that. It's always going to be like that. That that's that's what that's going to be like. But regardless, you know, with these same characters, you know, just let it go. Come on, just let it go. Let it go. My my Thank you. my beloved. My beloved uh, late son Parker, I have a beautiful video of him singing that song, Aww. completely, uh, completely unsolicited. Just he's running around on a piece of playground equipment singing that song. <laughs> ah, my sweet boy. Anyway, uh, Carolyn Daryl, yikes! Please just. <laughs> Just don't.
1: You anyway. know what? We can't miss you if you never leave. And you know what? We're going to now leave our beautiful uh, news hound, and we're going to go over to our favorite geek establishment to get our libation and our nerd on, and that's the Geeky Z.
0: Talk nerdy to me.
1: Talk nerdy to me. We're sitting in the Geeky Z, cover bands playing, drinks are poured, and we are ready to get our nerd on. This week, Charlie, it's a little catch-up on all the things I've been dropping, hopping, and flopping in the world. Wait, of the wait, wait, wait a minute.
0: Wait a minute. Is that ketchup or
1: catsup? Be clear. Uh, depending if where you live in the world. I assume the British would okay, be, they would go tomato catsup. Yes. yes. Tomato. Yes. yes tomato. Yes. Uh, so the first one that I'm catching up on, and I think I'm assuming you have too, is, do you want to guess? MK5. No. You got me. Moon Knight, Episode 5.
0: Oh, come on! He's 5. I thought I didn't really didn't really. Uh, episode 5, yeah. which tells yeah, you there's ahead.
1: one episode left of this uh, uh, adoring uh, show.
0: Uh, episode 5. Episode 5.
1: Yes. Uh, there you go. So this is Moon Knight. It's penultimate episode, essentially leaving us in it, – it, you know, spoilers, whatever you want to say. It's leaving essentially where a lot of heavy lifting to finish – the plot we don't know what the end game is with the villain we still don't know what he's gonna do i mean is he gonna kill everybody is he's gonna raise this lady and does she get into the world and the the avengers won't be seen because you know they're off somewhere else because they'll just be ignoring it i don't know Um, exactly um we've got our two main characters you know basically trying to come back from the dead um you know, essentially, we've kind of resettled the status quo, it looks like now, where we've kind of got a new status quo going for, at least with the main character. But once again, I, 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 I'm curious to see where this lands and then what will it do to essentially be more than just a standalone story? This was truly what it feels like. It feels like it's just a standalone story on Moon Knight it's not meant to have a connection with the MCU. If it Good. is. Great. If it is, yeah, and that's the thing. And this is where I think the hard part with Marvel was they've set up this expectation. Everything has to connect. You've got to have this. And it's like, can it? Can your expectations set that aside and say, you can just tell a standalone story and be okay with it? Because if that's what it is, cool. But if they've already set the expectation, everything has to link, then how do you take this character, who essentially is a very reluctant hero, mm-hmm. to then join the larger MCU? Uh, and that's where I'm curious. So I'm fine if it's just a standalone story, if it's supposed to be this big connection to the MCU, they have not done anything at all. And it's kind of like, and and is it going to feel cheap if they do try to connect it?
0: Well, yeah. Can it simply be just kind of wound around and stuck in its own little box and maybe it gets dusted off someday again? Maybe it doesn't, but it doesn't really matter if it doesn't, if it had its own arc and it's over. That, that's not, that's not a bad thing, and so that is that that's that's my hope as well. I don't I don't I certainly don't feel like more force continuity is um is going to be great. So yeah, let let it go. Let it let, oh oh god. There's there you go. More more frozen.
1: Exactly. So we'll see how this goes. This comes out on Wednesday again. Um, I'm sure by the time you listen to this, you might have already watched the finale. So we'll see where that, and then after that, then we've got Miss Marvel coming out. So it's going to be a good mm-hmm. time on the oh, big yeah. old Disney Plus. And Charlie, um, you still feeling the same about the show? Do you like it more or less after five episodes? Moon Knight? I just, you know,
0: I I guess kind of like, you know, I know everybody absolutely fawned all over Loki, which I thought was okay. And I definitely got so I, I think that the show is just okay. It's not really blowing my mind. Um it, it was it wasn't a hugely important character to me. I know that you and I are are different when it comes to Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but those are two of my favorite characters because the cap aspect of Marvel was one of my favorite, and that kind of nitty-gritty, you know, true to the world, unsuper unsuperpowered thing was more my deal. So I think that the show is just okay. But but like you, I'm not digging for oh it has so much potential and then the Avengers are going to show up and then it'll be the Eternals as well and blah blah. So I too like that this is going to be its own thing and then I feel like be over. So it's all right. I'm definitely obviously excited to see it where it's going
1: where it's going to land for sure. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a cool idea. I just don't feel like it stands out like where Loki really was trying to do. You know, right. uh, uh, different things or WandaVision or something right. like that. And yeah.
0: even with, you know, the branching timelines we saw at the end of Loki, that's exactly what set its, you know, the branching fingers that are touching it back to WandaVision, touching it to uh, Spider-Man, you know, No Way Home, touching it to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That all, you let that interconnectivity be its own ball. And then you've got, you know, if that's basketball, you've got, you know, pickleball happening over here and that's totally fine
1: where yeah. sports analogy take it they've introduced it the character they have introduced the character they can leave him there in his own place and maybe they bring him back in another way as a cameo he probably doesn't need a second season so nope. we'll see how they do with this but we'll see how it goes but all while oscar isaac's great good supporting cast very fun right um but yeah just not my favorite either um halo episode six charlie are you caught up on halo
0: yeah, we watched it just this morning, I think or yesterday, yeah. So um I dig it. You know what I figured out the one uh, the, the other person on the Spartan team is a dead ringer for uh Gwendolyn Christie, Captain Fancy. Yes,
1: you're absolutely yes. right. Yes. She, it. Reminds, yeah. she reminds me of somebody else I know too in person. It's like, okay, totally get it. Um yeah, this it's it's interesting because Halo it does some things really well. It does some things really badly. Uh, one of those things it did really badly is they essentially jettisoned that storyline in the latest episode. Or it, it just wasn't brought up at all, which is Quan, that story where she's dealing with like, the insurrections. Oh yeah, like that's the worst part. I didn't miss you it. Know,
0: Picard, uh, and I'm sure we'll, we'll touch on this, had a, a lot of setup in one episode that was completely ignored in the next one, and then they kind of floundered their way back into it in the one after. So a lot of parallels between the way I'm feeling about, about that show and this one, this season for sure. So yeah. Um, But again, as we've been talking about, I'm watching the show kind of without context, without prejudice Mm -hmm. and April is, is more into it. God, don't we have another halo to watch was halo on this week? So she's really into it. So April and I watch most things together. So there is a lot of, you know, and as I'll talk about in my segment here, we are actually playing a game together, which is like nuts. (laughs) So, um, you know, the couple that plays together stays together has uh, is, is kind of been our leitmotif, certainly yeah. in late. So, yeah, she's into this show. Uh, cool. Yeah, she's into this show. So I, I'm watching it right along. But, you know, the flip side of that is that she loves The Walking Dead stuff. And I'm dragged along. I'm kind of dragged along like the like the dog on the back of the car in National Limboons <laughs> Vacation. That's yeah. me with The Walking Dead stuff. Oh, anyway.
1: Yeah. Um, but I do feel like they do action pretty well. And I do feel like this is a pretty good prequel. To get people to understand what Halo is in regards to the the Spartans, how they were brought in, kind of how uh, you know how things are developing, and also trying to figure out how this covenant alien species fits in. So I think they're doing a pretty good job of creating like almost as like this is the prequel before the real main storyline comes in, which is what where the Halo games start off. This is basically this is stuff has already happened. We're balls to the wall in. So uh, we'll see how this goes. A lot of people don't like the fact that it keeps taking off. Solomon I'm mean, like you know what it would seem really awkward unless he had a real reason to keep it on, that he's talking to people and having some some moments. Um, the other part is, why are they showing his butt? We call him Master Cheeks now, because they showed his butt. There you go. Hey, you know what? Everybody's got one. That's Absolutely. what it was like in
0: the most recent episode of uh, Outlander, which we watched this morning. They always show the the, the you know watch for these things. Brief nudity was one of them. So I'm like, oh, all right. We got two butts, a male and a female. That's what, That's what brief nudity is.
1: Pretty much these days, yeah, yeah. It's kind of an interesting take on, uh, you know, watch out for it if you're annoyed by butts. Uh, I guess Halo will really annoy you. Uh, But from there, we've got Picard. I was just finishing up the last episode to get up to speed. I'm caught up to speed on uh, Picard. Charlie, I am almost... Well, I'm on episode ten of uh, Discovery this season, so I'm close to the end. Right, with that.
0: Well, you yeah. know, and what's nice about Discovery and, and, and I, something that I read earlier is that they have been 13 or 16 episodes, which in the modern parlance is is too much. Um, that but they was, up. but it, yeah, exactly. That was a CBS All Access deal. Uh, starting with season five, they will be they will follow the 10 episode format of all the other shows, which. Ooh. I got to tell you, in this modern ADD, you know, in, in the rest of the world catching up with the ADD that I've been dealing with since I was 10 years old, 10 episodes is fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. The, fodder, the fodder of the others, you could probably yeah, make exactly. really good shows. Yeah, cut out the uh, the fat. and yeah. the, you know, We in. don't
0: need tw- 26 episodes a season of, you know, now Data has a hangnail in, in season seven of TNG,
1: which was largely very missable. Especially, which we're seeing with almost these shows, it's one story arc. Right, which is exactly. An 85 part story arc gets really tired because right. you know essentially you're just trying to get to the end game and do some things along the way. Um, right. which I, I'm perfectly happy in the future if we do see, and, and you'll talk about this with your, your hype moment, but with yes, Picard, I've got to ask you, Charlie, because I've enjoyed it, but it's it's really I I don't understand what type of show it is because I kind of feel like a lot of the fans, I mean, truly, if I asked you, I said, Charlie, if you just wanted Picard to be the next generation crew just having new adventures, I think that's, would you truly want that rather than this? Well,
0: here's the thing, and and, and I'm sure you've been listening to Code 47 uh, because we all try to, on our network, we all try to listen to each other's shows, or at least we should be. I try to listen to you guys. Um, but again, also our listeners who, who are fans of our full network that have been listening to, to KDQ and myself talk about Picard. We just don't know what the hell's going on. Um, because they are, uh, you know, it's uh, season started out one place. It's the modern day after season one. Uh, everybody went back to Starfleet for the most part, uh, and then they get called out on this weird mission. Whereas there's this masked individual who seems like they're Borg, because a big Borg ship comes out. They blow up everybody, and then all of a sudden they're in an alternate reality because of Q and then in this alternate reality, there's also a Borg queen and they have got to go back to the present to stop the alternate reality from starting and da-da-da-da-da. and then Q and Borg and Q Borg Q Borg. Q. And there's another song and, and there's a, this thing. Yeah. And then, and, then, yeah. And then, yeah. and then we're dealing with Picard remembering that guy Baltar was his dad and this is um, it's absolutely all it, it's absolutely all over the place. And even as a dyed in the wool hardcore Star Trek fan that I love the little nods and winks to continuity. They worked really hard in this episode. You know, you watched the most recent one you said, right? Mm-hmm. They worked really hard in this episode to explain away the fact that in a very early episode of TNG, when the enterprise was caught in this space where if you thought something it became reality, Picard was talking to a elderly version of his mother. And so, but we saw in this episode that spoiler alert, sorry, we talk spoilers, Picard's mother, was mentally ill she hanged herself mm-hmm. when he was a young boy um so he never knew his mother but, but his lines of dialogue said i, I blacked I black the trauma out there was times later in my life that I imagined uh, talking to her as an elderly woman and drinking tea so he explained that a moon knight then yeah he kind of is that what he thought he saw in that he in develops that, like yeah. k-
1: develops a Chicago accent
0: <laughs> oh yeah exactly oh, Hey, yeah, yeah, Rama uh, Dabai. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but um yeah, this this season can't figure out what the what the fuck it wants to do, and it's just it's too much. So I am very glad. I'm very glad that it's ending. Uh I have very little hope. And again, Katie Katie Is there only one episode just, left? Yeah, yeah. Um, cause we get, we get a doubleheader again this week. We get season family of Picard and then season premiere of strange new worlds, which I'll talk about in a second. I'm very dubious of the fact that they're going to wrap, wrap this up in a way that makes any kind of sense. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy, sad. I'm at like a 50% for this season, to be perfectly honest with you. And that is coming from the hardest of hard, yeah. hard, hardcore Star Trek guys. It's just they, you know, it's, it, it, season two of Picard is, you know, stay in your lane. And you're not staying in your lane. It's like the guy that bumped into your car today, Todd. He should have stayed in his lane.
1: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's, it's you know, because there's certain parts I like, but certain parts I'm like, okay, so we are getting a new status quo for the Borg in this, which is, right. you know, that's kind of cool, it's, you know, versus bringing it back and having them have the same story beats, which I, yeah, right. I, I appreciate. Um right. Then I do have questions because a, a hologram, a combat hologram or security hologram, what's the worst thing that you do? You just... I, I, you stab it. It's it's not a person. I don't understand that. Well, it's, it's
0: minutiae. <laughs> you, Science. You're talking- you're talking about minutiae here. But anyway, let's let's wrap it up and move on. Please, yeah. for even even greater uh, analysis of Picard, uh, Beat by Beat, please tune in to Code 47, KDQ, and myself. We come out every other Monday. So uh, we will be out the week that you're listening to this program. So appreciate that very much. Really quickly, I'm going to blow through some stuff here for the sake of time. Uh, my wife had a rough week. She she was working for a startup. They didn't get their next level of funding. She got laid off. It all happened while I was out of town. So yesterday, and, and plus, she wasn't feeling very well, and so you, I got home late Friday night from this trip. Saturday morning, I'm like, "Babe, what do you want to do? Do you want to stay home? You know what? I need to pick me up. Let's go see the dumbest movie at the theater." I swear to God, that's what she said. So I said, uh, "Okay, is it going to be the Harry Potter movie? Because that's getting shit reviews." And she said, "No, I want to see. I want to see Ambulance because it looks god awful." And Todd, let me tell you, this is um, Mrs. Michael Bay's latest. If you can, is picture, he back, Charlie? Is he back? If you can, this is what I said to you yesterday when we were chatting about it. If you can picture any potential thing that could be wrong with the film, this man assembled a masterpiece of absolute garbage. Everything from costuming, dialogue, camera angles, casting, um, pacing, editing. Uh, give me a few more.
1: Uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh, See what I mean?
0: Acting? You, I, I yeah, c- casting, acting, exactly. Okay. Like I said, from the script to the cast to the editing to the pacing, nothing about this is any good. You have a uh, and right from the get go, you have um, you have a, a, an ex marine uh, trying to uh, trying to uh, get a, a experimental surgery for his wife who doesn't appear to be sick at all, and then they have a young baby. And he's no, she, arguing- he's just
1: a, he just wants to experiment. on her.
0: Oh, okay. So it said Island of Dr. Moreau kind of thing, yes. which was... Is- I, I, I could talk a little bit about that because it was a movie I don't I like your face I don't like this yeah, about you exactly so anyway he uh, as it turns out he was adopted by a master car thief who and his adopted brother is also a master thief and he's like, come along with me and do this one 32 million dollar bank robbing job and it'll be totally fine and it wasn't totally fine. They end up driving around in an ambulance uh, with a mortally wounded police officer uh, and a paramedic who is so gorgeous and beautiful that she clearly stops between takes to put on new lip gloss and wipe blood off her face because she's always beautiful. Um, complete garbage. Uh, we went largely to heckle it. Yes, I did fall asleep in between. Yes, the other, certainly a few other people in the theater uh, were heavily using marijuana because the smell was fantastic. Uh, and then afterwards we went and had dinner at at Hopcat, which is a nearby restaurant that my wife loves. And it was a free meal for her because it's her
1: birthday month. So it was a perfect evening. <laughs> my goodness. Sir. I heard all about this movie and I'm like, uh, apparently it's based on a French film, but it's only like that French film was only like 90 minutes long. So I'm like, good job, Michael Bay. You took something I, was 90 minutes and turned it into a,
0: I mean, I, yeah, I'll tell you that movie. I, I do glance at my watch in almost any movie, but I'm like, "How can this piece of shit be over 90 minutes when we hit that?" You know what I mean? When we hit that mark. So, anyway, um, something else super fun. I've been talking about Lego Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga for about a month now because it's been out for almost a month, um, and I, I finally roped April into playing with me. You know, and, and I not not really the story levels because that that can be a little stressful. You're not doing this, mm-hmm. but just uh, the, you know the the 20 five-ish or, or more so hub levels that they have, you can go to Tatooine, you can go to Pisana, you can go to Coruscant, you can go to Dagobah. You can do. So what we're doing is she's like, well, I'm so nervous, the split screen. I said, it's no big deal. We don't even really have to work together. Just I, I kind of gave her the basics of the mechanics, like you walk around and just follow your map. Because all we're trying to do is we're trying to gather the kyber crystals because that's what lets you level up. Use those to level up, give yourself more abilities, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, we'll work separately. And if some, we run into something where we can't, then we'll work together. And she's totally into it. We played for like four or five hours today in between just like going for a walk and this and that. We'll probably play a little bit more uh, before we go to bed. She's ne- you know, she's even less of a gamer than me because all I play is these. But the Lego game, she tends to shy away from because the old games, there was no split screen. It's just if you want to move, you just drag the other person with you. And that's not a lot of fun. So. This is good, and again, it's 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 very simple. There are three hundred characters, uh, three hundred sixty characters. I think I have about two hundred thirty of them right now. So I'm plugging away, and plus I have some extra ones because of the, the DSL. So I'd like it, but I keep telling myself I'm probably going to be playing this for six months a year because there's just so much to do. Yeah, and- yeah,
1: you can paste it, so you can just do everything. But when Charlie, I have to say, in the notes, you got. L-S-W-T-S-S, and I'm like, I don't know. That, is that It almost looks like that's what she said, the acronym for that. So I'm like, you and your acronyms, man. I'm like, I had to look it up, and I couldn't even find anything that said that. so
0: yes. I, I, I love it. I think I created that acronym. But anyway, uh, flashing forward, uh, I touched upon when we were talking about Picard, but uh, this Thursday, which will be the day before this program comes out, Star Trek Strange New Worlds drops uh, at the same – the premiere episode at the same time of, of the – and God, please do the best you can. Uh, season finale of, of, of season two of Picard. I have been amped up about this show since Discovery season two. I love Anson Mount's portrayal of Captain Pike, who's, of course, the lead character. Uh, got his personalized autograph when I was in Chicago a month ago. Uh, love Ethan Peck as L- now Lieutenant Commander Spock. We have uh, Rebecca Romaine as Commander Una, number one, the first officer. A host of new uh, cast and characters. We're going to be blowing this one. I'm talking about over over at Code 47. We got a nice little eight-minute making of video that just came out. Uh, we did get to see the opening credits, which is just really a an expansion of uh, kind of, I think, you know, TOS, which this show is the immediate predecessor to. So this is going to be great. And again, it's being returned to more of an episodic format, which you're used to with with Star Trek. So it won't be just the same, like one overarching. Story thing, it's going to be a lot, a, a lot of yeah. It's going to be something different, you know, kind of like lower decks is, is is something different. So
1: I mean, uh, I imagine they're gonna they're gonna probably gonna revisit his whole, uh, you know, premonitions of his death, right? That will probably yeah, be a big part of it, but hopefully not the focus, right? So. Right, right, yeah, right, um, yeah, right. exactly, exactly. And, so I'm, this I'm fired t- up, I'm fired and up. And this takes like, is this like? directly after season that we last saw them? Or is it like a, is there a time jump or? I got the
0: vibe that, you know, uh, Pike takes a leave of absence after the after the the series the, the season two finale of Discovery, where the ship was was crippled. So obviously it has to be rebuilt. Uh, he had a close death of a fellow officer, which was Admiral Cornwall, uh, in that episode. And then he did he had uh, he had to, in order to get the time crystal that led Discovery go to the twenty fourth century. He had to um, embrace his future, which is he got to see his own you know, horrible disfigurement, which is what led him to being in the wheelchair, which we saw in the original series. Oh, and the it looked like animation. an iron. I thought it was an iron lung. My bad. It, it, no, it's essentially the same thing. It's, it, okay. it, 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 keeps his brain going. And he can talk with, with beeps. One it's beep like a Dalek with people. a, with a
1: convertible Dalek.
0: <laughs> yeah. Very, and, but, but if you look uh, at him in, in that episode, his hair is still totally on point, you know, which mm. is something that, something that I remarked. That's at, all I him out. Let me be horribly
1: disfigured, but good hair.
0: And that's what I said to Anson Mount. I said, sir, I'm still working on the hair. He said, "He said, I think you're doing okay. It's the highest compliment I've ever gotten. That's why life. I get the big bucks. That's why I get the big hair. bucks. I have the big hair. So anyway, that'll be great. Uh, look for full coverage, obviously, on... Uh, on uh, Code 47 in a couple of weeks, but I'll be back uh, uh, in addition to talking about Dr. Strange in our next episode. I'll be back talking about this. So you'll get because if our, our co- if my cohort there is our co-host, you'll be hearing about this as well. So get ready for it, Todd, and you, uh, squeeze it into your week. I want, I want us, all of us, to be able to talk about it.
1: Definitely, definitely. I'll have time, so I will watch. Okay, but cool. You know, Good yeah, but you know what? We have to do before we actually even get into those things. We're going to take a little jaunt in our little uh Skyhopper all the way over to our favorite destination where the mutants are waking waiting to be entertained and that's the Thunderdome. Welcome
0: to another edition of Thunderdome.
1: Thank you, Tina. We're still in the Thunderdome, where the mutants have been gathered for a topic or a game to be entertained. And this week, we're back to a game. And because um, by the time you listen to this, uh, May the 4th will have already happened. So we thought we'd do a Star Wars-themed 20 questions. So we are ready to get our uh, groove on. So folks, if you're listening at home, you can play along um, and just guess them as well. And if you got them right, let us know. Um, so we'll go from there, Charlie. Do, would you like to start asking, or would you like... Me to start asking.
0: I would like... You ask, I will receive. Go for it.
1: Okay. uh, We'll start here. Is this a human? Yes. It's a human. Is this a male? Yes. Male, human. Uh, Is this character a Jedi? No. Hmm. Is this character from the prequel era?
0: No. Okay.
1: Is this character... this character only been on a TV show? No. Okay. Uh, so does this character debut in the original trilogy? Yes. It's original trilogy, human, not a Jedi. Uh, is this human um, is, this, is this human Part of the Empire? No. A part of the Empire. Ooh, okay. Okay. We're making room. Well, I'm up to seven. So we'll go from there. Is this character a pilot? Yes. Pilot. Okay. Pilot, human. Hmm. Okay. Now we're going to have to get to one that I actually know. Um, is this character known for his girthy size?
0: No. <laughs> Not not Biggins, I mean Porkins. Okay,
1: got it. So, is this character... Hmm, okay. Uh, Does this character pilot a rebel ship? Yes. Rebel ship. Okay, not a Jedi. Human. How many more can there be? It's not a Jedi. Uh, Okay, so... Um, does this, um, hmm, does this character, hmm, was this character in A New Hope? Yes. Okay. Um, is this character named after something you'd put against a door to keep it open? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yay, I win! You got it, nice. Is the character Wedge Antilles? Correctamundo. Correctamundo. All right, because you have to like get when you get down to like rebel pilots, it's like right. That's true.
0: I figured I'd throw you a softball. No, that's okay. I, I,
1: that's okay. I, I blasted you. I'd appreciate. I I stumble years. with a lot of the names, so I'm like,
0: well, it's just you know. And again, you talk about names that have not been said on screen. You got Wedge, but you didn't get Antilles. You got Biggs, but you didn't get Biggs Darklighter. Blah 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 blah. So yeah, exactly. They're okay. canon. They're canon, but it's you know. Rubble Six, yeah. you know, yeah, exactly.
1: Rogue Leader. I mean, <laughs> Guy yeah. Bartendo. Right. Oh no, Guy Bartendo. No, he okay. was never. He was never pilot. Okay, Charlie, right. are you ready? I will start marking down the numbers.
0: Let's party. Okay, so is the character in question from the prequel trilogy? No, not yet. Oh shit. It's all, it's I all knew you, over. I knew you were going to go there, so I'm like, "Well, it's, you, you just never stop talking about." It. It's a character in question from, uh, primarily speaking, from the original trilogy. Sure. And the sure is not a yes or no.
1: Yes, I think. Okay. I think. I think. You think, well, let's find fine. I don't Is, know it, all of the, I don't know all of the, where they might've appeared. I, I don't have Wikipedia.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, we all have Wikipedia, but it's regardless.
1: It's from that, that. To, it's from that era.
0: Okay. So, oh, from that era. Okay. So for the OT era. Okay. Yes. Is the character in question a human being or humanoid? Yes. Okay. Is the character in question considered a bounty hunter? No. Gotcha. Okay. Is the character in question a member of the Empire? No. Mm. Is the character in question a member of the Rebel Alliance? I'd say no. Hmm. Not Empire, not Rebel not a bounty hunter it is a human did i say that question mm-hmm. is the character in question a fancy dresser in a way okay is the character in question live in a gorgeous city in the clouds no oh if it's not yaddle and it's not lando and his capes
1: Oh, is the character it's Lando's, in question, ta- no, it's Lando's Taylor. No, just kidding.
0: Oh my God. Is character in question male? I, nope. I asked human, but no. So female, female humanoid, non-rebel, non-bounty hunter, non-imperial, non-Lando,
1: <laughs> non-Lando. Yes.
0: Um, so it's a female character. So would this character have appeared in one of the two star Wars story films? Meaning Rogue One or
1: the Han Solo no film. No? Oh,
0: okay. So not not an inter interquill.
1: It would have been great, though, if they made an appearance. I don't know if that's
0: sarcastic or not. Um, but an OT character that could have spilled over. Interesting. <clears throat> um, hmm. What a stumparoo! Processing, processing. And it's a human, so it's not a droid. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Let's see here. Does the person in question pilot their own
1: spaceship? No. No. It's not or like unknown is the best way to put it.
0: It's not like Dash Rendar, which is actually canon. Um, did the character is the character in question considered a canonical character?
1: Ooh. I don't believe so.
0: Oh, so we're talking about the books. Okay. And a humanoid. That's why Dash Rendar kind of came to mind. Not a bounty hunter. An Imperial, not a rebel. Bah, 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 bah. Well, this is a dilly of a pickle. Um, not necessarily a ship person. Not an alien. It's a human. OT, but but non-canonical adjacent. Did they appear in the film or the? Is is this a character primarily from a book? No. Oh well, thank God. Is this a character primarily from a video game? No, because that would be me. That
1: would um, be hard for you, yes.
0: Because the you know. Um, Oh, uh, was this individual a force wielder? Not that I'm aware of. What's well, not that like, uh, Star Killer dude? Um, not a Jedi, so it's not uh, Cameron Monaghan's character, which would be canon. Um, damn, this is a stumper! I can't believe it.
1: I could Stumped have gone for on- four, the Tuscan Raider from the video game, Charlie. We all love that character. Hey, hey look,
0: she's a dancer. Uh,
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Um, damn, no ship, no, no, not a rebel, not a, not an imperial. Well, what even is there? Oh, and it's a human, so it's not a droid. Is the character a, a child? Is it a child character? Not a child. It's, it's an
1: adult. Son of a bitch. Okay, awesome. got sixteen down.
0: Damn. Boy, this is a real stumper. <clears throat> um, did I ask the... I asked Rebel and Empire. Did I ask Jedi? Was that one of the questions?
1: I uh, don't remember, but you can always ask it again if you'd like. Sure.
0: Is the character considered... Oh, I said a Force wielder.
1: Okay, then yeah. If you already oh. asked that, then yeah. You already your answer, which is no.
0: Okay. And not a bounty hunter. So, I mean, that's the. Uh, I'm just thinking through my characters of classes in my Lego game because they're all split out into classes. Um, is the character a, a scavenger like Ray? No. No, oh, damn. Boy, what else? Boy, in Star Wars, what else is there? You know, three women and a lot of white men. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the Rebel Pilot deal. Um,. Is the character a uh, a politician? No, not like Princess Leia's dad, or would have appeared in those films. Son of a gun! Uh, Oh, you really got me on this one. I just I don't know. I don't know.
1: Got too much, Charlie.
0: I might have to concede. I I don't even really know what else I would guess. So. Not Baby Yoda, <laughs> as there is no character named Baby Yoda, unless Correct. you're an idiot. Unless because Grogu would have been around
1: during that era, right? Maybe. Yes, absolutely, but it's not yeah. him.
0: Um, and it's not uh, a rebel, so it's not like Cara Dune. It's not a scoundrelly. Oh, well, it's, it wouldn't be someone who starred in one of the Rocky films, would it? Well,
1: oh. No, but okay. th- he wouldn't have shown up anyways, right? He might have been alive, but he never showed up, right? In the OT, oh,
0: that is correct. So not 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 uh, Carl. Unless with someone picks up. out oh, that might
1: be him. That guy right, right. over there with yeah, his right. back to the wall. Yeah. Oh
0: wait a second, that's a human character. It's not a damn Ewok. Ah. <sighs> uh, and not, not a bounty hunter, but not not a, a human character with this. It, so I said bounty hunter, but did I say a, did I say a scoundrel like a criminal? Was that that one of my questions?
1: Uh, no, you said a, you said like yeah. a scavenger or whatever, like Ray. That was the only okay. one you really called. So me.
0: would this person be like a someone involved in a criminal organization? No. Damn.
1: Okay, last one, Charlie. This is your oh question. My God. This okay. is your this is your have to answer. I've gone through my entire. Well, well you. G- I guess you get one more guess, than you have to then. Go, I've gone yeah. through
0: my entire Rolodex of, you know, classes because
1: not a droid, not a Jedi. not a you've rebel, just been, you've a, been playing the Lego game. So I'm sure, you know. Why? Well, yeah. And
0: it's like, it cycles you through all these characters. So, and it is a human, but not in OT, um, not a pilot, not a Senator, not a, uh, not the Wampa. <laughs> no. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't even have a guess. Let's call Wampa it a
1: Stall Cleaner, no.
0: I let's call it. I, I don't even have a guess.
1: No guess. Okay. Okay, well, there we go. Charlie, are you familiar with a character named of Akmina? No. The gruff bartender at most Isley Cantina from no. the holidays special?
0: You Ben B Arthur. Yes. I mean yes. I'm familiar with Wurwr, who was the day the the day shift guy. Oh uh, <laughs> what a
1: stumper. Yeah, you know, we didn't you know, we should have And him you've seen it. that movie, I think, more than any other person in the
0: world. So it's like I've, up there. Yeah. I've seen it as much as my family will allow it, which is we get to
1: watch the Plus, you've seen it without them probably many times. Yeah,
0: the parts of it that are watchable are now actually on Disney Plus, like yes. the, the the animated. You mean show one
1: part? I mean the yes. one part.
0: <laughs> yeah, they don't put Jefferson the Jefferson Starship or
1: the or uh, the sexy uh, lady the, 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 or the holo,
0: yeah the hollow porn
1: or the weird oh. Wookie kids. Yeah, be Arthur. We miss you, be, You've been gone since two thousand nine. Uh, you know, April twenty fifth, nice. two thousand nine, is when she passed away, Charlie. But yes, wow. um, you know what? We miss your song. You made that thing worth living for me. I almost Good picked, night. Harvey, I almost Good picked night, the Harvey. I almost picked the Harvey character. You know, the the, the kitchen scene.
0: I mean, so, it's a it's 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 a deeper dive. It would be like if I stuck with my original one, where I was just going to say a storm stormtrooper. stormtrooper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I was that's actually going to go with first order stormtrooper. So. Yeah. Worse. Worse. Even worse. Even worse. Yeah. Nobody knew him. I should have gone
1: with General Hux. General Hugs. That would be a good one, yeah. yeah. But yeah. no, he oh, had, it. it wasn't part of the, uh, the Empire.
0: Oh, straight up busted. You got me. All right. Very good. Very good. Uh, well, that's it. Nice. Okay, May the 4th. Hope you celebrated. Um, do keep in mind uh, Obi-Wan, uh, the Obi-Wan program on Disney Plus will be with us on May twenty five. Uh, so there is some and celebration, uh, celebration cinema, uh, Star Wars celebration, I believe is coming out that exact same week.
1: So I believe uh, so.
0: There should be other Star Wars news. At best, you'll about. get toys
1: announced, I assume, right? On May the 4th. That'll be it oh, probably. My
0: God, yeah. I, I don't know. But anyway, regardless of what happens, uh, Mark Carabin, the Canardian and myself will be talking about it on
1: uh, the Holocron Chronicles.
0: We actually have a little Obi-Wan special coming up our next recording, but I'm not going to spoil it. You'll just have to listen.
1: Absolutely. So that is it for the show. Hope you had a good time. uh You know, we're going to try to cover most of the things that's coming up because this is going to be a busy summer for the world yep. of nerds. So we're going to have a lot of fun episodes. Looking forward to it. And like Charlie said, our next episode is going to be about Doctor Strange and Ooh. new Strange New World. So it's like Strange, Strange. Ooh. It's a very strange podcast coming up, Super, except for Stranger Things, which is the end of the month.
0: Oh, my God. I'm like, they're actually going to put Super that out. Super Strange uh, May. Yeah, we're going to call it Super uh, Strange May. Can't believe it. Oh my goodness. Well, friends, thank you as always for joining us. Uh, Of course, you can find me over on uh, Twitter at The C3. I am also, along with my lovely wife, uh, run the USS Grand Petoskey, the Michigan chapter of the Star Trek International Fan Club, now over 100 members and growing. We do actually uh, catch a little bit of attention with Trekkies around the state, so we are happy about that. Um, but come find. I also try to populate the Secret Friends Unite Facebook group with content when I am not on the road doing my road thing. But, uh, yeah, hit me up on Twitter uh, and certainly hit us up over on Facebook because we would love
1: uh, to hear your thoughts about geekery in the world. Todd, what about you? Follow me on Twitter at T-Oxtra, you know, where I talk about, I, I try, try to be a better guy on, on, on Twitter as I can try to be. My I was actually uh, helping my wife out with a event she was at and doing some social media stuff for her, which I think was really cool to be able to help her out with. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, if you like video games as well, I host a video game podcast with Mark Karibin. Uh We do it every other week, so it kind of is a compliment to Holocron Chronicles. So if you like video games, you like Star Wars, you like Star Trek, we've got three other podcasts for you if you only listen to this one. Check them out.
0: Do it to it. Well, friends, once again, thank you for joining us. I'm going to tell you that sharing is caring and to keep on trucking.
1: Be the hero, not the villain. In a truck. Well, Carol, what am I going to do without you? Because Carol and Daryl ain't anything better.
0: (laughs) Ain't nobody. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite Podcasting Network.